0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com/kurtjmac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is. Episode Woof! Indeed, Wolfie! Episode 539 of the series as we are walking to the Farlands here in Minecraft Beta. Well, that's an interesting door design. Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. And as we have been doing since. Since the wee old days of, of YouTube. Since. Uh, since what have we been doing this? Since March of 2011. Like I said, some 539 episodes ago, but we're continuing to do so on this, a Tuesday, December 8th, 2015. How are we doing on wool? We're okay-ish on wool. I really need treats for Wolfie, because it took some damage in the last episode. Possibly was my fault for collapsing some sand into a a cascade of death and suffocation to Wolfie, but we saved him Uh, but his health is still a little bit low, so let's find some of those pigs if we can and in the meantime, remind everybody that over at Farlandsorbus.com, you can donate to Child's Play Charity. This is, after all, a -a walkathon fundraiser at Farlandsorbus.com, click the little donate button, there's a little Child's Play Charity widget tracker thingamabob, Wolfie Wolfie? What the heck happened to Wolfie? Did I sit him down accidentally? No, there he is. Alright, the heck? <laughs> You're freaking me out, man. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a little tracker, and on that tracker, if you were to check it today, you would see that we have raised $10,470.11 for Child's Play Charity this season, season 6 of the series. Trying to raise $60,000 for season 6, appropriately. When we do raise that amount is when I finally press F3. I don't press F3, even uh, away from the camera, to find out how far we have walked. That gives you your coordinates in the game. We only do that after raising our charity goal and after having the Flabathon celebration livestream marathon situation for doing so. So get on over to farlinesabust.com to donate. It would be much appreciated. Great cause to get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. When we just sit here and walk to the farlands, <laughs> what a what a strange little arrangement we have. But uh, yeah, we're continuing on here. Like I said in the last episode, Wolfie took some damage. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. So so now we have to avoid cliffs. We have to avoid spawning him underwater, under ice. We have to avoid cacti. We have to avoid lava. And now. We have to reduce our, our entertainment because we normally, if we find floating sand, we want to break it and have it cascade but uh, that has uh, proven to be a little bit dangerous for our companion here that we've had since episode 32 That looks like a spawner, I see it! I seen it! So therefore I must explore it Of course, wasn't I just... We have two out of all of those uh, major hazards right around here. We have cascading sand, we have water and ice. <laughs> Good job. Let's be more safe. Brings them to the most dangerous place in the world. There we go. Alright, you sit. Oh yeah, this one's gonna be a bit of a challenge to uh, unearth. But we can try, we can try. Or I guess not even unearth, we're un-watering it, un-oceaning this spawner. Alright. And then we can just fall in, you know, as you do! <laughs> That's exactly what I meant to do! Alright, let's... <laughs> Alright, we might be able to do this... like that, because obviously right there is one of the chests. I mean, obviously. How could the... Oh, a lot of iron! Good, because I think I need... Uh... Yeah, my, my chest plate is in some, some bad uh... shape can I can I look at a chest through the water is that even a chest that is not a chest where's the other chest uh, all right I am going to have to try to get rid of this water I think that helps what if we I said what if we uh, uh oh dang it um uh, hmm I suppose we'll have to do it with some cobblestone huh oh no that was a bad idea what have you done Kurt oh. I'm bad at this video game dang it uh, all right let's uh, let's go get some dirt okay Garrett where is this water even coming from no stop it it's multiplying <laughs> perpetual oh and I got falling sand where is wolfie by the way all right he's supposedly safe over there all right let's let's decimate this island and uh, in doing so gather the required resources. There probably isn't even another chest But you never know, there could be another golden apple probably isn't another golden apple, but there could be another golden apple Alright, oh oh, gosh, now I'm taking my own damage I'm gonna need a golden apple Uh, uh, uh. Alright, what I should be doing is getting rid of the source blocks up here Right? Yeah, that did the job that I needed it to do, didn't it? Yep. How easy was that? Alright, so where could that other chest be other than non-existent? Oh, it looks like it's non-existent. Dang it! All that work, all that work for nothing. Thanks a lot, Skeleton Spawner. Just for that. Oh, we don't have enough. Yeah. Just for that, I'm gonna leave you exactly where you are. Untouched. And unharmed. Alright. Continuing on, continuing west to those farlands. lands. And and also to those. Whoa, we're going the wrong way. Where? What? This way. Yeah, okay, yeah, I took a hard left turn to, to get the spawner. Anyway, towards the far lands. Uh, Something in space news that I forgot to mention last week. I didn't actually know until yesterday. The moon passed in front of Venus, an occultation, as it is called. And it happened during the daytime, which is an an interesting concept for astronomical observations. But all across North America, it was visible just after sunrise. Since the moon right now is at the end of its cycle, it is actually in the morning. It right it, it right it rises. It raises in the morning. It, it moon rises in the morning. Uh, basically, it was just perfectly aligned. This happens every so often. That uh, Venus is also now a morning planet, uh, the morning star, as it would be a return. It would have been referred to before people realized it was a planet happened to uh, pass along the same vectors, victors, as as the, uh, the planet Venus. So Venus is obviously much further away, so the moon passes in front. It's a very cool thin crescent moon, uh, so during the daytime you can only see the crescent uh, and then it just appears to be blue sky. So uh, Venus slowly passed behind the moon and then reappeared on the other side. Unfortunately, I forgot to set my alarm it, was, uh, it wasn't super early, but it was like 9-something a.m. Arizona time that it happened. And I completely missed it and completely forgot about it until after the fact. But I was indeed able to go out uh, as I took Eva outside for, for uh, business. <laughs> uh, I brought my binoculars out, was able to pretty fairly easily see the moon in, in the daytime. Uh, I was able to shield the sun behind uh, the roof of my house. I uh, was able to find the moon, and then through the binoculars, right next to it, I had just missed it. By like 20 minutes or so, the the planet Venus reappearing from the other side of the moon, uh, I could see Venus, which appears to be just kind of a, a really bright point of light. That's why it's often referred to as a star, accidentally. Uh, and I was actually able, I was very surprised, I was able to then hold up my cell phone to one of the, uh, the eyepieces of the binoculars, handheld... Took a bunch of pictures and a few of them turned out sharp enough that I posted it to my Instagram. I'm Kurt Indeed on Instagram, not to confuse anybody, but Kurt Indeed. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of cool. You see the the crescent moon and the little bright planet Venus right next to it. I was hoping, I was hoping to be able to remember to get up early enough and then uh, bring out the telescope because that would have been cool to see both the planet Venus as a sphere, a, a, a planet, uh, not just a point of light slowly pass behind. That's kind of the interesting stuff about astronomy to me, is when you're able to get the kind of perspective, the depth, the depth of field, much like when Venus transited the sun, uh, you kind of, you know, when you're sitting here on good old planet Earth and you're just looking up at the sky, everything's kind of two-dimensional, but when you have actual foregrounds and background situations going on, that's super interesting to me. But I missed it, because I'm a scrub but uh but yeah that happened <laughs> sorry i'm just telling you about it now uh cuz uh, that means you missed it too if you didn't know about that i retweeted something yesterday sunday about it i'm so oh, i'm talking about monday by the way yeah these episodes are recorded a day early uh, this episode's coming out tuesday monday monday uh, the the 7th is when that happened uh, so yeah like say venus is right there and the moon the moon orbits the earth so in the moon's orbit Venus or Venus passed behind the moon, and then an hour and a half or so later it popped out the other side. Neat stuff. Neat stuff indeed. Let's go to sleep, and we'll continue in the morning. And uh, occultation is Am I saying that right? That doesn't sound like I'm saying that right. Oh, I was like, what the heck happened to that boat? It was like totally just right there. There it is. There it is. All right, we're still looking for pigs. Have I been passing up pigs? Still looking for pigs for Wolfie. Keep your eyes peeled. Peeled for pigs. What else? Well, that's about that. We have some questions here from donors. When you donate to Child's Play Charity at Farlinesbus.com, you can ask a question and I will get to it hopefully in a future episode, and that's what I'm doing right here. This one from Travis. Oh, that's right, Travis had about uh, four questions here, and we answered the first one at the end of the last episode, but then we ran out of time. So Travis continues asking questions, you greedy bum. No, <laughs> continues asking questions. Uh, his first question was about watching TV uh, and advertising on TV. Second question is, what... What about the channel packages you have to get instead of just the channels you want? Speaking of the American system of cable television, I'm not sure how it is around the rest of the world. I know people from Europe and the UK are rather surprised by the amount of advertising and commercials we have to deal with here in the United States, regardless of whether or not we have a cable TV package. Um, but yeah, it's essentially it's it, it it's yeah. I could go on and on and on about cable TV and how stuck in the past and clutching to their old ways for profits they are and kind of ignoring the future of of content delivery the the on demand the netflixes there are some pigs the netflixes the youtubes the uh you know even hulu you think is like a part of the next wave, but it's really the old wave, trying to still make the new wave work the way they want it to. Am I making sense? Um, I mean, they've only just recently introduced a model that allows you to watch Hulu commercial-free, because at first you were paying and you were still getting commercials, but they were just allowing you to see more videos. Ah, there we go, back up to full health. And I didn't accidentally eat one of those for once. So, yeah, it, it, I mean, that would be the, the ideal thing. The the a la carte, like saying, okay, I want cable TV, but I only want, uh, you know, these channels, your uh, AMC, your, your Discovery Channel, Comedy Central. You know, you only want the packages of the channels you want, but the cable companies and the networks as well want to bundle things together. So when a cable company... Gets a contract for USA Network or something, Viacom or whoever owns USA also wants to include all of their Home and Garden TVs and you know all these other channels that nobody watches because then it it boosts their visibility and and their commercial output, uh, and uh, they're both hand in hand kind of putting those packages together, uh, so yeah that's uh, that's a problem, and that's a lot of the reason why I think a lot of people are cutting the cable cord. And going with digital distribution, and just recently, you know, for a long time, the premium channels—your your HBOs, your Showtimes, or whatever—were exclusively only available through these cable, expensive cable TV packages. Uh, up until uh, recently, the you know HBO recently announced its own standalone kind of Hulu type uh, subscription thing. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of expensive, but it, it makes a lot more sense than say. Oh, if you want to get it through your cable package, you first of all have to have one of the more top tier cable bundles, and then you need to add HBO. But then you also need to add the rest of you know your stars, your Showtimes, and whatever in the same package. Uh, so yeah, and and it's a lot easier to do that than to coming from experience and recent experience to uh, to do that than having to speak with a cable representative. I recently called my cable company. Finally, that was on the list of many things I needed to do. Another giant patch of pumpkins, let's count these pumpkins over here, Uh, is is, uh, I had to call the cable company, because you can't. Of course, you can't make changes to your cable package over the internet. (laughs) This is, yet again, one of the ways that they're stuck in the old ways. You have to call in, and then you end up getting one of their retention specialists, because I had for a while a promotional package. That included some of those premiums that I no longer wanted because I no longer watch them and the price has gone back up because it's no longer promotional. Uh, I wanted to do that. I wanted to increase my internet uh, and a few other things. Alright, let's count these pumpkins. Well, a lot of pumpkins. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 pumpkins! Not as impressive as the 19 pumpkin patch we saw a couple episodes ago. Wolfie, Wolfie agrees. He can count. He knows rudimentary arithmetic We got two outliers out here Um, So yeah, it's just very bizarre when you call Like I must get like the people who it's their first day They seem so like confused and amazed at the fact that you want to call to make a change to your package Like I'm like, okay, I want to increase my internet and, like, that was, like, a major thing. Why would anybody want to increase their internet package? Like, she even went on to ask... I'm like, okay, I want to increase from this package to the top package. Okay. And, and like, she, she like, went on to ask, oh, how much... How do you use internet on a day-to-day basis? How many computers do you have connected to the internet? I'm like, why are you even asking me? I'm telling you that I, I would like to pay you more money to get faster internet it doesn't matter whether or not I need it, were you going to talk me out of it? Uh, and then there was a big a, you know, big stink because I used my own modem and they couldn't find my modem and they had to get internet tech involved uh, and then changing the packages, uh, trying to negotiate Well, what if we reintroduce you to the promotional package? And I'm like, no, it's just I, that's going to go back up but then because of this there's more taxes regardless of a promotion and blah 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 I finally got my way but the funny thing is, and I'm glad I waited to do the internet change till the end because I thought this would be a problem, because I, I now use uh, Google Fi, which uh, I have pretty terrible cell phone reception in my house, but Google Fi uh, uses, if it doesn't have cell phone reception, it uses your your Wi-Fi and does the, the call over Wi-Fi just seamlessly. Uh, you don't even notice. Uh, well, I was apparently calling my cable company over Wi-Fi on my phone, and uh, I'm glad I waited for the internet change till the end because they were like, okay, we've done all these changes. This is your new monthly costs. Uh, you're gonna get this amount refunded onto your current bill. And, and they were talking and talking and then all of a sudden the call dropped. It's because the internet techs reset my modem. To uh, I suppose, refresh for the new speeds or whatever, but I was talking to them over the Wi-Fi and the call dropped completely. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> at least uh, at least it seems like they did everything correctly. They didn't let the the phone call finish completely, uh, and there was no way I suppose, for them to know that I was talking to them over Wi-Fi, but ha, uh, <laughs> this is such a struggle and like a, a very short thing that could have been done on the internet you know, remove these things from your package, add this to your package, apply, check out. Had to be a 35-minute phone call and like 20 of those minutes being on hold because they didn't know what they were doing and were so amazed that I wanted to do these things. Bah! <laughs> it's such a... It's, it's trying times. Trying times. But anyway... Um, oh, that, well, I guess Travis continues asking questions about television. Do you plan to discontinue your TV subscription um i would and i should i mean there are some things i am i am watching fargo but i'm using the on demand thing that's another problem <laughs> the cable box on demand system never works <laughs> it never works as easily as loading up a, a video on youtube or or uh, you know any mobile you know the mobile app or something like that. I'm almost thinking I should. Does does uh, what channel is that on? TNT? No, no. What channel is that on? What channel is Fargo on? Uh, either way, do they have that? You have to like download their app and then log into your cable thing. That would probably work better to do that through the Chromecast than to use the cable box uh, on-demand system. Ugh. Uh, I, I I might. Um, but uh, right now, no. And again, I'm not looking forward to... You know, that. that's a big thing. When people cancel their cable subscription, then is where they start to, to claw and try to maintain. Because if they start losing cable customers, then they start to lose out on those contracts and negotiating power with those networks and things. But uh, possibly. I could definitely foresee doing that, maybe. And then just getting like a, an HD antenna... They have those, you can just stick to your window or whatever, and you can at least get the the local channels, hopefully, uh, over digital antenna And then lastly, from Travis, what is the kind of tablet that you have? I have the Samsung Galaxy Tab S I got it last Christmas for myself, I got the 10 inch model uh, and uh, yeah, it's been working out all right. I don't use it to the extent that I'm sure some people, like a lot of, I, I still have a lot of like the default screens and programs on there just because I, I basically use it like a newspaper in the morning. I'll read through my RSS feeds, my blog feeds. Uh, I'll, I'll have some music going on it sometimes like Google Music or, or Pandora or whatever, uh, and then I go through Woof. Then I go through uh, you know, Tumblr and stuff like that. Um, to, to You know, I kind of, yeah, I, I basically use it as a a digital e-reader. Except I don't read books. I did download The uh, the Martian for uh, the flight to Seattle for PAX Prime, but I never read it. So I, like, got through the first chapter and then I stopped. Uh, but I use it, and I've used it on the plane a couple times. Download a movie or whatever and, and watch it on the plane. Uh, but I'm really happy with it. The screen is amazing. It's one of those... O O M O L E Ds, whatever those crazy ones are, but uh, but yeah, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> and awakeness. Speaking of woofs, this question from an anonymous donor brings back up <laughs> the fact that uh, we we nearly suffocated Wolfie in sand in the last episode. After watching, you nearly bury Wolfie alive last episode. You monster! It got me wondering, what would you do if Wolfie ever died? Would you build a monument in his name? Would you revert to a previous save and keep it a secret? Or would you tame another wolf and keep him Wolfie and name him Wolfie 2.0? Keep up the good work and try not to kill him again. I'm trying! I'm coming up with all these rules for myself to make sure... There's as little as chance as possible for harm to come. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure indeed. This is a little bit along the lines of... We had a question in the last episode about what would you do if you died in lava. Would you take a few episodes to recover and get all your armor and go mining and stuff back? Or would you just press on or whatever? Uh, similar, I suppose, similar, uh, similar situations of, of fairly... Drastic events taking place in Far Lands and Busts. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I would do. I would probably leave it a little bit up to the community to see. I kind of did that when we we glitched We glitched Lost Wolfie during the Flavathon. I kind of tried to think of what to do and, and uh, the majority seemed to agree with, since it was a glitch, to invoke a glitch ourselves, the Heidi hole paradox, to, to go back to a previous save to, to get Wolfie back But it uh, a time travel Heidi hole paradox is only a one-way trip <laughs> So uh, we did that, but then had to walk all the way back And find uh, the monument again from that, so that worked out. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I would do I hope I never have to deal with it, I guess but uh, yeah it's It certainly adds a whole nother element, you know, if it was just be me by myself, I'd be ma- taking a lot more risks, maybe I would go caving more often or searching out those zombie spawners or spawners in dungeons more often. I would certainly have maybe walked up on this hill versus going around to the left, uh, you know, it's kind of like one of these... Uh, escort uh, quests that you get in video games that people really don't like ever. <laughs> Except that's the entire game for me, is, is trying to make sure this wolf stays alive. But then again, he's come in handy. He's taken out some skeletons that have taken potshots at us at times. So I think it's a it's mutually beneficial uh, little friendship we have going on here. And then uh, now I get him uh, confused for my actual real-life dog, <laughs> so that's fun, that's good times. That really stretches out my brain to places that it cannot handle. Let's see here, Will, which one's Will? Will asks, what do you think of the comparison of the size of Minecraft, the Minecraft world, compared to the planets? There's a very frequently seen graphic Where you can scale through things in the universe, and included in it, right next to Neptune, is is the Minecraft world, represented as like just a flat plane square. I think that goes from thirty thousand to thirty thousand of the generated generatable world of Minecraft, and it's like about the size. You know, it's right about the size of Neptune. I don't think you could wrap it around Neptune, because it's flat like a sheet. I don't think it's that large, but uh, it's pretty large. So, Will is wondering what I think about that comparison. Uh, The world you're playing in is about one-fourth the area of that in that image. Right, yeah, because we're only... the Far Lands are at 12 million, not 30 million. Uh, A little bit less than half. A little bit more than one-fourth, maybe one-third. (laughs) Two-fifths. <laughs> um, this image gave me some sense of scale of your undertaking. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, that is a little bit overwhelming. There's definitely a zombie spawner under there somewhere, but... Too bad. Can't see it. Whoa, I'm about to see it up close and personal. Careful there. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a cool visualization. I mean, even <laughs> just to think of how far we've walked at the last F3 last March... We were at 2,266,779, 18% of the way there. You can convert that to kilometers. I don't think that is even halfway across the United States. That might be like Chicago to New Orleans or or something like that. You'll have to... Maybe somebody can do that because that would be 2,266 kilometers. So yeah, I don't... That's probably just like the length of the Mississippi or something like that. So that... When you think about it that way, it's like, oh, that's not really that long. You know, I could have theoretically done a real-life marathon walk and have been done with it by now across the United States, I'm sure. But uh, but yeah, there is a definite sense of scale that comes from that. That's uh, very interesting. But then again, I think, I think at last count, I think we've walked the uh, circumference of the moon, I think is what we've walked. Which, hey, walking around a... A moon <laughs> that ain't that ain't no small task right there. We just walked around the moon at the equator. Um, I can't remember which F three. That might have been the last F three that somebody said that uh, at the the twenty two hundred uh, kilometers. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a cool image to think about. Uh, and then you even think about people like uh, JL Zipcode, who did in one point five or one point seven the the endless minecart track from 00 to thirty million. It was like a pre generated thing that he made. I'm not sure if you remember that. Uh, just the fact that he sat off on a minecart, a powered minecart, at maximum speed, and it took him like two weeks to get from zero zero to 30 million blocks till the edge. Where I was waiting for him, by the way. And uh, so, yeah, there's definitely a, a sense of scale, and I really need. I really need, I mean, that next year, 2016 is the year of figuring out the Overviewer map. I get frustrated with it, and I set it aside. Uh, right now, it's not even up on the website, because I took it down after all the Guinness World Record uh, boo. It ended up crashing my website, because that requires a lot of bandwidth. So I've got to find a way, and I I know I'll start even in these comments. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll host it for you. Let me help you with that. Uh, I'm, but I'm, i i got to find a way where uh, I'm in control of things, and uh, you know how I roll. So, uh, yeah, that's... The, the, the year of 2016 is the year of... That'll be just a crazy interesting thing to see a little zoomable map, a little spindly line from spawn to the latest F3, 2.2 million blocks from spawn. That'll give you a sense of scale, won't it? So yeah, that's uh it's 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 daunting, but it's still cool that we've even gone this far, so indeed. Ethan from Australia asks, Do you enjoy walking to the far lands and talking on the way? I certainly hope I do if I've been doing it for over four and a half years and five hundred and thirty nine episodes. That'd be that'd be one heck. Of, of a torturous thing, if I wasn't enjoying it. <laughs> um, and it, it it's transformed over time, so it's not like the same thing that's been happening. I've tried different things. I've adjusted commentary styles and video styles. I sometimes do it in the live stream for Flobathon or, or not. We take detours to count pumpkins. You know, all that stuff to keep ourselves interested. Uh, so yeah, I, I enjoy. Ethan says, I really enjoy your series and wish for it to continue many years. Me, too. Me, too. I'm from Australia and wish one way to visit the USA. One day, excuse me, to visit the USA. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks. You, too. You, too. I, one day, hope to visit Australia. Whoa, watch your step. So, the the feeling is mutual. Perhaps at the same time we will swap Hemispheres. Oops. Oop, sorry, Wolfie. Good. Thank you very much, Ethan, for uh, your donation to Child's Play Charity and your question. And uh, the sun is kind of setting. So, I think. Woof. That is where we will leave the questions for next time. And I do have to mention, by the way, That we are going to be skipping, not skipping, but uh, the next few episodes we've been doing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday We will be skipping Thursday and Saturday because I've got family holiday situations to attend to So I will be unable to record this series But I do appreciate your patience I'll be having obviously other videos going up over that time, scheduled at a time, but Farlands lands busts. Just to let you know, we'll be missing for Thursday and Saturday. Maybe next Tuesday, or maybe I'll move Tuesday to Wednesday next next week. So yeah, uh, thanks for uh, sticking around. Hopefully, hopefully this this episode has been decent enough to hold you over until then. But once we once we get through these holiday times, uh, we'll we'll be right back on track push through into 2016. I'm going to be back before 2016, obviously I'll be back in the middle of the month here. But uh, we'll, we'll push through, make some adjustments to our to our uh, Patreon, make some adjustments to our hardware that we're working with here. We're going to be building, spinning up the new computer. I just need some, some of the RAM and a, a hard drive or two, and I'll be all set to get that up and running and Perhaps we can enjoy the, the Far Lands or Bust jitteriness in 60 frames per second. Could you imagine that would be completely pointless? Uh, let's find a place. Speaking of points, uh, I've got a point to to find a place to, to hunker down and make an end-of-the-episode hidey-hole. Let's get some wood while we're at it. That'll do, that'll do, and let's make the hidey hole uh, right here, why don't we? Perfect. Have a seat, Wolfie. Thank you very much. Let's dig down without whacking Wolfie upside the head. Dig down. Remind everybody to keep going to farlandsabus.com, to keep donating to Child's Play Charity. We'll have to see what sort of numbers we can raise in the meantime. While I am AFK... All that going to get toys, books, games, the kids, in hospitals around the world, remember. Great cause, great cause, especially for the holidays. I do appreciate the continued support for that. Uh, I kind of made this a little bit too big. There we go, we've got a nice little place for our torch to live. Let's make the wood, let's plunk down the workbench, make the beds for the next episode, which is going to be episode 540. We're just... gosh, it, it seems like almost yesterday. I'm like, oh gosh, I don't have anything special planned for episode 500. No worries, we're already well beyond that. Nobody even remembers what a what a disappointing episode that was. No. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, uh, I think I'm all set. Oh, should I? Eh, that iron chestplate still has a little bit of life left on it. <laughs> I'm going to make a new one and then carry around the half-broken one for about 30 more episodes, just like I did that helmet. But we finally got rid of that, and uh, yeah, neat. So yeah, com. donate to Child's Play Charity. I will see you guys all next week in Farlands or Bust, but I certainly encourage you to check out some of my other videos on YouTube. That would be much appreciated. Click on the like button, sharing, and let me know what you think in the comments. And, of course, subscribing if you're not already, but you're already subscribed, right? Right? <laughs> you get an arrow in your face. Um, so yeah. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for all the donations and the questions. Keep them coming. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. All that work for nothing.